Oh, this is going to be a very interesting <laughs> oh, God. podcast. You thought it was bad because I was drunk last week? Here we go. <laughs> the Com- best part. Comic book rehab, abusing substances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, we do not condone or endorse. Um, so the funniest part no. listening back was I walk out of the room to, I don't know, take a piss or go check on the store or something. And I walk out. And of course, I didn't hear it for the first time until the recording. And I get, I, I can just picture Dave going, okay, so we're all in agreement. Paul doesn't drink. And right away, you're like, no, I actually like it. And Jimmy's like, I'm entertained. And it's like, denied. It's just like, well, it's, just like it's like you. Lucy with the football. <laughs> Charlie Brown over here. <laughs> I, I, I laughed and laughed at that. And just because it's like, wah, wah. <laughs> we're all in agreement. And then you're like, no. we were in agreement. I'm like, no, you're not. The other two did not agree to that at all. You know why they didn't agree to that that night? Because, because neither of them had anywhere to go. The next neither day. of them, neither of them did not carry the weight. I, what do you, I had, I got up and went to work and had a horrible fucking day. You're, I'm you're glad. basically trying to convince me and Jimmy or me and the Jimmy that we don't want to see Paul make an ass of himself. <laughs> And we don't want to see you basically have to deal with his bullshit on that side of the table. That is going to be a hard fucking sell. Let me tell you. Hi, I'm Dirk Manning, the writer and creator of Nightmare World, Tales of Mystery, Love Stories to Die For, Writer Wrong, a writer's guide to creating comics, as well as the co-creator of books including Hope, The Adventures of Cthulhu Jr., and Dastardly Dirk. And my friends, I am so excited for you. In fact, I'm almost envious for you because right now you are about to continue listening to comic book rehab podcast so enjoy Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Paul. All righty. Thanks for joining us. I am joined by Dave, the kind of silly hatter right now. We're also joined by the Jimmy and uh, the Jimmy's son, Josh. The Jimmy's son? The Jimmy's the Jimmy's son. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Keep it up. You're going to rustle some Jimmy's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to try and review some comic books that came out this week on February 5th. Got it. What year? 2020. Look at that. Look at me. Still not as good as mine last week. Nailed it first go around, no help. Didn't yeah, go but, there. but isn't but mine's comedic comedy 101? I thought we only had to explain that to the big guy. Keep it up. I'll edit more of you out next time. <laughs> As much as last week. Well, yeah, How would you remember? I I didn't remember. You don't realize. From the time where I introduced and you tried to introduce, I cut out 14 minutes <laughs> <laughs> of back and forth between us. See, that needs to be on the director's cut <laughs> episode. We need to have that. That would be glorious. Oh, boy. All right. So, um, kind of a... Kind of a different week this week. Like, there was sort of a lot of books, but then... Uh, Not a lot that I really cared about. Yeah, yeah. There was sort of a lot of... I mean, there's a lot of titles and stuff that came out this week. Um, So, I guess, where do we want to start? We want to start off with some Immortal Hulk action. I'm afraid to say anything after last week. (laughs) You start there, Paul! (laughs) (laughs) It's still that episode's funny as hell. All right, the Immortal Hulk, great power. So this is a series. I'm I'm going to assume a series of one shots that they are going to have um, other creators take their stab at uh, Immortal Hulk uh, because there will be another one coming up uh, 
in a couple months. Uh, this so, one written by Tom Taylor. This one's Tom Taylor right. and this Art is a super was... duper Tom da- Taylor. Oh, book. oh, oh! I got like this roll, definitely roll. felt like a Tom Taylor book. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, um, not, and that's a that's a good thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Good so the, yeah, they're calling them special one shots. Yeah, did um, you see Lemire's doing one? And Lemire's doing the next one. I yeah. think. Are they Hulk one? Are they all Hulk related? Yeah. yeah. No, it's Hulk. Oh, okay. He's doing a, it's the the threshing place. So that'll be Lemire and uh, 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 Mike Del Mundo. Ooh. Oh yeah. So I mean, if he he goes, uh, Jorge Molina was the uh, penciler, which the arts pretty it's pretty decent. good. Uh, I had somebody ask me today, it's like on the cover here, why did they make the Hulk look like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? And it's oh. like, you know, the, yeah, it kind of does, kind of, kind of does. Um, this was good. If you like Tom Taylor, you'll love, this. you'll love this. Uh huh. Um, the pants joke was like quintessential, was quintessential Tom Taylor. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I talked to Josh a little bit about this. I honestly thought they could have uh, stretched that this out a little bit, oh, made I'm, it like yeah. a at least a three issue mini, kind of fleshed out the Spider Hulk thing a little bit more. Like it sort of resolves so fast. Well, because that, we don't see the buildup from the explosion on. Well, we but we don't even see him as Spider Hulk that much, that long, right? Yeah. And they they immediately have a solution to it right away, and it get, it gets resolved really quick, mm-hmm. and it's sort of like it's kind of pointless. They they crammed a lot into this, yeah, and yeah, and and, and because of that, it was all very. And very I think condensed. if it if it would have been a um, much longer, either I would have loved to longer see issue and or them explore many. more of the Hulk personalities, because according to uh, according to this book, Spider Man or Banner is the only one that has like multiple personality Hulks. Anyone else gets a Hulk, or at least Spider-Man's Hulk is just uh, the Savage Hulk. Yeah. So, um, which they went over. What issue was that? Yeah, they went over. They kind of went over that because he's already got multiple personality disorder. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, there were like there was a large cast of characters in this, and it's like. It would be interesting to, ha- to like have Loki the reveal at the end of the issue, maybe, and then lead into another one. But I mean, for what it was, it was it was good. Yeah, I didn't have, I didn't have any problems with it other than, than that it, it it felt rushed in some places. So yeah, it was it's it's a wor- it's a worth a one shot picking up. So yeah, yeah, sorry. Okay, uh, keeping with the Immortal Hulk. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi Dave. Dave. Avengers Hulk number one. Uh, this is out of the Gamerverse, yeah, and uh, I, I guess they're doing a bunch of these. Oh, they're doing a ton of them. Yeah, yeah. Leading up to the so Avengers. This is, this Avengers is in the same game. universe as the Spider-Man. No, no. no. Oh no! I, I don't think the Avengers game is going to be set in the same universe. Oh, this is a separate game. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of confusing. I could be wrong, but I haven't seen anything about crossovers. Although the Avengers Tower is in the game, but right. Um, all it is is. Uh, their version on how Zax was created in this one. Um, Bruce yeah. is working with Shield, to... and that's why that's why I've heard it's kind of their take on okay, yeah. this is this is where the Hulk is now in the game reverse. This is where right. Thor is now in the game reverse. Right. Um, so apparently he's still working with Shield in this. Uh, who wrote this? Uh, Jeff Sub. Jim Sub. Jim Sub. Sorry. Yeah. His name ain't Jeff. His name ain't Jeff. <laughs> but even even the art in it was uh half decent uh it was uh the artist on this is called jesus fucking christ really jesus ariel it's been about two thousand years since yeah. he's done anything <laughs> ariel olivetti i'll allow it okay i can't see the spelling so i'm hey it, don't, don't show it to me I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt here dave <laughs> Anyway, that's I'm an not, artist I'm that's been sure on. That's wrong, but. Yeah, it's an artist that's been on, now, like Avengers are, books and things like yeah. that. But yeah, the, these aren't going to be ongoings, right? These are one shots, also. No, they're minis. I think. Yeah. Oh, oh they might be because so there's, there's a black so there's cat an one. There's like a couple out? of them. 
Well, the Black Cat one's set in the Spider-Man universe, and that is okay. many. I think these are all one-shots of the different Avengers characters. And then there'll be Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a Thor. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a bunch of them. All right. Yeah. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi. Hi, the Jimmy. Jimmy. Uh, our first Trip Zdarsky book of the week. Oh, fuck, I forgot to read this. Daredevil, number 17. There it is. I really like this. I really like the Fornay's art. It's not as good as normal, but it's better than whatever artist they had subbing in the last time. I thought he was subbing before. Yeah, but it wasn't. There was someone else before he took over for Chichetto. Okay. Because uh, he did the last one that yeah. Chichetto didn't do. Yeah. Um, I. This is all the aftermath of yeah the hell's kitchen so gift. what did you what did you think about um, hey, hang on. I don't want to be spoiled. oh I didn't what did you think about <laughs> uh matt murdoch's uh, confrontation with the mother of the guy that's killed oh my god and that was heavy as shit and yeah um and i thought that was really poignant I mean, and she's that's like, I know who you are. That is going to be, I think that's going to be the catalyst to take this series to where it's going. Because that's what it, that inner guilt, that Catholic guilt that he has. Yeah. And now it's kind of been dissolved. Well, she did what him. needs yeah. to, she told him, she goes, look, I forgive you. I, I realize that this was, because she said it's like an accident, right? You, yeah. You, you didn't yep. do this. Yeah, I know. I knew it was and an accident, but I also, knew my, yeah. I also knew my son, you know, was most likely going to end up this way. So this was phenomenal. The kingpin stuff and him confronting the. But I mean, it's, has it come out in the story? Like, you know, he really didn't do this. Like it was somebody else or, or no, or we're going, it, we're still, still kind of going that he did it. That he, you know, accidentally kicked him and broke the person's neck. Yeah. So like he didn't have control over yeah. stuff like he normally, cause I thought we went through that whole thing. Look, the guy here, he had control and it's like you, you know, okay. All right. But uh, um, the stuff with the Libras mom, the only thing I don't like the Libras, the, the head of the family, the mom, looks totally different in this issue like i'm like who uh, the f- yeah i'm like who the fuck is this now i had a little bit of that when i was going through this but then kind of figured out oh that's yeah. who it is so what do you think of the gunshot i mean it, it's hammerhead so obviously that didn't kill him <laughs> yeah i'm like there's no way hammerhead's dying it's just no but way the confrontation between froggy and matt yeah. Where he's like, you're doing the same thing. You're you're calling it something else, but you're doing literally the same fucking thing yeah. that we went over the last time. So what you just didn't see is Josh walk to the doorway, do a 180 <laughs> and just go right back. Because yeah, we're still talking about it. I want this to be the longest review ever. And then but, and then hopefully yes, the P afterwards. But like um him confronting the uh the 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 family the Bilderberg family. Yeah. Whatever yeah, their actual yeah. Lim- name is. Is it Lynch Limber? Lim- Limber? No, no. Yeah, it's something like that. The, no, the Sowins or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. La- Lawrence? Uh, I don't know. Anyway. Whatever their name is. The, what's the family's name that. Uh, the the two, the twins are the. Bi- no, 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 that, no, that's the a crime one. family. The, the Bilderberg is, group. Yeah. Oh, Bilderberg the Strowins. Strowins. Yeah. Str- or Strowins. Yep. Yeah. And then he kills them. I mean. Holy oh, come fuck. on. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. That's the big reveal at the end. What? He loses control and no kills way. them. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Fuck me, man. And then, of course, we're going to have a big oh major God. appearance in the next issue yeah. with a major daredevil villain. In, re- in reality, they're just like, we know who you are. We don't really give a fuck. And they call Bullseye. Yep. So they didn't keep. <laughs> no. Okay. But I knew I could get you riled up with that one. <laughs> I was, I thought, I Watching the joy leave <laughs> oh, your body like, god. oh my god, that would have been such a good reveal. <laughs> you got me. You got me. The good. Jimmy can fuck with someone way better than anyone else. Oh man. All right. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi, Hi Josh. Josh. Ant Man number one. <laughs> really, you're not going to do the other Trip Zdarsky book? This is my pick of the week. Who? Well, wait, wait, what? Ant-Man, really? Ant-Man number one. Did anyone else read this? Yeah. I think he's pulling the Jimmy. I'm, I'm No, serious. it was it was decent. Who this, wrote it? Uh, Who wrote it? 
this was very clearly they they kind of are starting to write or maybe they have been for a while but this is was very clearly influenced by the the ant-man movies absolutely because scott lang is now a comic relief big time but this was funny this was yeah. good for what it was uh written by zeb Wells, art by dylan burnett um, I think that's going to be a new segment in the show. We're just going to have Dave read all the names of the creators <laughs> for <Yes>. the week. <laughs> I like the credits, but we'll do it like before yeah. the podcast starts. Yeah. This kind of gave Mark me... Mark Chechinsetto? It's Chichetto, Dave. Chichetto. It's, it's Ant-Man um, dealing with having to raise his daughter, who is his sidekick, Stinger. I don't know anything about her. Um, like from Wrong Earth? Yeah, which I thought was weird, but and whatever. Which they kind of look alike, he too. A little, well, I mean, the Stinger in this universe is a girl. No, as the Stinger from Wrong Earth. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. The Stinger from Wrong Earth is, is a guy. But anyway, Scott's like down on his luck. He's His apartment is an anthill, and like his landlord is an ant that kind of gives him some shit because he's like lounging on some ant eggs, and... um. He's like, oh, well, you know, I have whatever the fuck's ant scent or pheromones or whatever, so leave me alone. But anyway, someone comes to him and is eventually like, hey, you can talk to bugs, right? And he's like, well, mostly ants, and I can I can also shrink and, and, and have proportional strength and all this stuff. Like, we need you to talk to some bees. That's all we need you for. And he's like, oh, fuck, I got to talk to some more bugs again. Well, he goes to talk to these bees. The, the, one of the funniest things is he goes to these beekeepers. He flies in on a gigantic ant. He lands, and the guy's like, are you Ant-Man? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, uh, I just flew in on a gigantic ant. I'm dressed like an ant. Yeah, I'm, I'm Ant-Man. <laughs> but a bee would have been cooler. A bee would have been cooler. Uh, he, he does shrink down, talks to the bees, and basically there's this guy called uh, the Swarm. Was that his name? Yeah. Who's this villain who's made of bees, uh, and he's kind of annexing these hives of bees into his, into his body which is made of bees, and Scott defeats him, but then he's like, no, 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 you I, you didn't, shouldn't have defeated me because I was actually trying to team up uh, the bees against Vespa, Thread, and Tusk, which are other bug-themed villains. That was kind of a very weird reveal, but everything leading up to it was really funny, like genuinely funny the whole way through. Art was, was, was in line with kind of the humor and the storytelling, this was I was not expecting anything out of this, and this pleasantly surprised me. So that's why it's my pick of the week. It, oh. it was good. I I just don't think it was pick of the week good. Sounded awful. No, it was it wasn't bad. Okay, X Men Fantastic Four number one, written by Chip Zdarsky, art by the Dotson family. <laughs> this was good. This was good, but I hate the X Men. This X Men are bad guys. Are now. they? Are they? They're just like, fucking bad yeah, guys. Yeah, really. It's they kind of were bad guys. It, it, yeah, um, I like the fact that yeah, they're because they're kind of playing Franklin. They instigated on, the whole fucking his, thing. Yeah, uh, and they send Kitty Pride in to basically fuck with his his horny teenagerness, and it worked, like in spades. Again, is it not going to work? Like period? Charles Xavier. A genius. He manufactured this entire situation. He knew exactly what was going to happen. But that makes him the bad guy. Like, that's nefarious as fuck. Well, he's hanging out with Magneto. So, you know, they're on the same page now. He's pulling the strings. You think Magneto has any fucking say on what Xavier does at this point? Well, yeah, but... I mean... He has kind him dressing of, in all fucking white. But in a way, this is kind of Magneto's vision, which is why I think he's on board with all the x-men stuff he, I, he we have this separation we have this island which then they talk about genos genosha on that which i thought was really kind of cool ben Grimm was the smartest character in this absolutely when he's like oh yeah uh, i don't really feel comfortable sending my godson to a new genosha if genosha was yeah. nuked the last uh, time yeah and it. i love that he um, um he talks about he's that, the only real so. voice of reason in this Every, I, I can understand sue and reed just being protective parents um but, yeah, I mean, 
I love this. I really enjoyed it, but I don't like the X-Men anymore, like, at all. Like, none of them were like, oh, maybe we should give them a chance. They all seem to have this ulterior motive. Well, they had this ulterior motive. I I really feel like they're setting up the X-Men to be the next big bad in some type of... It's a big Marvel event. I don't don't necessarily have a problem with that. Oh, wow. What if they did that, and then that's how they are introduced into the Marvel Universe? It's like the big bads and stuff. That'd be kind of cool. I would hate that. I oh, hate absolutely. that. X Men really? Talking, they're going to make them bad guy. Like I'm talking. That's one of the universe. worst things you can do against the X Men in in universe. They've already been fucking trampled. You're going to fucking then make them the bad guys in, you know, from our. It, it, give, give them a break. Uh, wait, playing give devil's Dave ad- a break. Wait, playing devil's advocate. Okay. What else could they do? Because you can't take anything else away from them. They have nothing to lose. They had how many shitty runs? They have how many freaking spin Wolverine is a pussy. Eight? He, he's bent the knee to whatever fucking weird fascist regime that, that Xavier's running right now. It's, it's, it's insane. It's creepy. It's weird. I mean, they've done, they've done it's the It's weird eight. when... The savior at the end, the reveal of the savior at the end of the book is fucking fucking Doom, Doom. who is literally a fascist. Like, well, not a fascist. I guess he's a fascist. Technically, yeah. Yeah, he's a dictator at at the at the worst. It's weird, man. Where the X-Men are at right now. Also, fucking the daughter who is supposedly the smartest person, like when she grows up, is going to be the smartest person ever to live. Is so fucking dumb. Oh my god! Like, oh, we're just well. Gonna... She was underused in this. She barely did anything other yeah. than stow away with her brother. And all she did is play like the smart ass bratty sister. Yeah. I really like this. I thought this was cool. So is her? Did... So the the daughter doesn't have powers. She's just smart. Apparently, she's not. Pa- like her pa- her moment, smartness doesn't come. I guess from at the moment now, whatever. I I I don't know what Slot's doing. You know, I can't. I can't. I can't read it. <clears throat> that's what I, that's what her power that's what I assume is, is that's what I thought is that her smartness was a power like but, it was it was but she's so smart it's but I don't but I mean unnatural, cause I, I, yeah. I, I, I guess they don't do that to like cheapen the fact that she is the smartest because then they're like oh well Reed was the smartest with, with or without his Mr. Fantastic powers yeah. so I yeah I mean it's, I, I really like the part where uh, Sue was talking to Reed and she's like listen you lose you lose your stretchiness tomorrow. You're still one of the smartest people ever to live. You still have that. You are still part of this team. She's like, I remember, you know, in high school, I was a really good soccer player. And I broke my ankle, and no longer was I really a part of that team anymore. You've never had that. And that's what Franklin's going through. He's losing his powers, and he's no longer going to be useful. He's also changing his hair every different fucking writer and artist. His hair was originally blonde, wasn't it? And then in like uh, when they started showing up again, it slowly turned brown, and now it's like jet well, black. He, he, he's he's older, so it will it will turn darker most times. I had I had like white blonde hair when so, I was younger. So did I, but it didn't turn jet black. No, I had um, blonde hair when I was a kid, when I came out. But you as far as far as Franklin Actually, Richards I go, did. I wish they would kind of shit or get off the pot with his powers. Either depower him to the point where it's not fucking insanely broken or just give him his fucking powers back and do something more interesting with it. All right, moving on. I just did that one. Oh, did you? Savage yes. Avengers number zero. This was a really easy read because I skipped the entire uh, middle part. Um, Steven Strange shows up on Krakoa. But like 1980s Steven Strange by the looks of it. Well, that's be- that's kind of because of what happens in the middle of it. Uh-huh. He shows up and is like, "Hey, I need to talk to Magic." And uh, Pyro's like, "You're not allowed on this island." So he just floats. He's like, "Technically, I'm not on the island. Haha, you can't touch me," which I thought was funny. Cable shows up and is ready to kill him or whatever, but he's like, "I I need to talk to her." And uh, he's like, "Hey," and she eventually shows up. He's like, "Hey, he's back," and he's talking about Cool uh, uh, and Gath. Then it does like. A big deep dive into the last time Cool and Gath was in the Marvel Universe in Which like I think is the eighties. Yeah, because it, it like I mean the it show it, it's it's all like is that a reprint? Of yeah, this? that's what okay. I'm thinking. It gives you like the editor, like Jim Shooter was the editor of these books. Yeah, it's that it, it's it's not. I mean, no, I'm saying that that was a long, long time ago. But uh, it kind of gives you a long backstory, which I kind of skipped over most of it. 
but then towards the end, um, this is a really long read. Uh, it, 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 it's just, he's like, hey, uh, this Conan guy's around, and, and Magic's like, alright, well, then we should totally use him to help fight Kulingath, so. I can understand why it was a zero issue, just because it was more of a... Reprint than anything? Yeah, it was more of a catch, like a, in case you missed it sort of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah. That's all I have to say, you know. All right. Star Wars, Darth Vader, number one. Um, this was really good. Written by. Uh, hold on. I had this. Uh, Greg Pak. Okay. Drawn by. (laughs) Fuck you, Paul. He's baiting you, man. (laughs) He's baiting you. Inicio? I think it's it's Yanko. Yanko? Okay, go on. I thought maybe you wanted to say something about my pronunciation. Not at all. Raphael Uh, Yanko. Okay. Colored by... Niraj Manon. Oh, that would be great. So this is what happens after the uh, confrontation in Cloud City between Luke Skywalker and Darth. So continuing with the Star Wars where we're at is Empire. Right. Yeah. So well, no, no, this no, no, is no, Darth no, no, Vader's no. side after this, Empire? This is, this is what he does exactly after Empire. Okay. So And he's hunting down the people that... Uh, protected Luke Skywalker and made him weak is his thing. So he's like off on a, at a he's off on a rogue mission because after the uh, confrontation at Cloud City he was supposed to report back to the Emperor and didn't. He just took off on his own. Now they can't find him and he's doing his own thing. But the big reveal in this at the end uh, he goes back to Padme's apartment which has been sealed up since her supposed death and they're confronted by somebody, and it turns out to be Padme, or who he thinks is Padme. So, listen, I didn't realize that Pack had written this, and I know I've been on a lot of Pack books before, and I it, like his awesome Hulk stuff was shit, but this was very well written. This could have been a pick of the week any other week. Okay. I wanted to get to it. I I tried, but I didn't it. get to it. Yeah, so I'll I'll probably read it um, this weekend. Yondu number five, the final issue. Um, this was good. Uh, it kind of ended how I kind of suspected it. Uh, they end up. Um, they end up. Uh, Returning the the uh, the Herald's urn to the buyer, which turns out to be uh, Screet, I think is her name, who was the 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 right hand. Well, she she number did two to Thanos. Yeah, she did a stint as uh, Thanos's right hand. Yeah, and um, they realize that if she gets it, bad things are going to happen. So when they bring it there, they're like, "Oh, oops, we forgot it in the spaceship or whatever," because they know that the. Uh, the scroll guy that's been hunting the bounty hunter is well, going to show up. He's actually and... working uh, for the uh, Shi'ar, right? Because they're they're after it to reform the Emkron crystal, the Emkron people in in general. Um, so they buy enough time where basically there's all hell fucking breaks loose, and then eventually, um, someone uh, the the scroll guy is going to blast uh, Yondu, and then future Yondu jumps in front of it and sacrifices himself. Um, so he's dead, and then the Silver Surfer shows up and is like, hey, uh, that's not yours. And Yondu's like, well, you can take it if you want. I don't fucking want it anymore. He's like, yeah, I already have the power cosmic, so I don't fucking need it. You're going to need to give it to someone that uh, won't be found very easily. So he ends up fucking off after Silver Surfer kind of ends the fight uh, to the planet that was restored. Um, what was it? Uh, Galador? Right. And uh, gives it to them, and they're like, "Oh, well, we'll we'll use this to maybe rebuild the space knights. So maybe the space knights will come back. Maybe. Um, 
But Yandu, uh, we do a, a slight time jump several months later. Yandu shows up. He's still doing kind of bounty hunter things, kind of stealing from the rich sort of stuff, and uh, or stealing from other pirates or whatever. And he's got his full, like, uh, fin and everything like that. So um, it was a, it was a decent it was a, it was a, it was a it was a comfy ending. It was it was it was the first one. First Yondu, or first comic that had a Yondu in it that didn't feel like they were just copying the character from the movies, and they kind of expanded upon the character and did some character growth for the character for the comic book character. It was very good. I, I loved this. So, um, I don't know who this would be for, I guess, but um, definitely check it out. I mean, it's it's one of those solid, kind of isolated five-part minis that... Doesn't really affect anything. Yet. You know, like the other ones didn't really do anything right. until later on, but it, it it's it, it'll probably set up Yandu to show up later in the, in in future, obviously. But it's very good. I I really enjoyed the whole run. Okay, uh, did you do Doctor Doom this week? I haven't been reading this since the first issue, so oh, I'm way far uh, behind. This was pretty good. Uh, we pretty much get uh, we we move along. Doom is kind of in hiding. And uh, he gets back to form at the end, and he fucking really turns into like kind of a pissed off doom. Um, it was it was pretty cool. I really liked it. Yeah. All right. God, I to, do I have to? Yes. To the most important Marvel book, Black Cat number nine. Oh yes, Black Cat number nine. Go for it. Have... Meow meow meow. <laughs> meow. Oh, that's Catwoman. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, yeah. What the hell happened in that one? I didn't read it. I was I kidding. Did. Please. I did. I did. Dave. <laughs> Black Cat number nine. Captain America, the end. Uh, oh, they, they go to Matapur. That's what happens. She goes to Matapur because the white fox decides that say things are, that, that things aren't safe. And. <laughs> Is this the wrap it up music? <laughs> <laughs> So, and, uh, oh, no, America no, no, wait, end. because we Number have, one. they go to Matapur, and do you know who she's looking for? This was written by Eric Larson. She is looking for, and you'll appreciate this, Dave, Mr. And Patch. Sanchez, Alan. She doesn't know who Mara. Mr. Patch is. Deadpool has an appearance and saying, wait, you don't know? And he starts laughing, and he's like, spoiler. And, of course, at the end, she's looking for Mr. Patch, and, of course, Patch shows up. Nobody fucking cares. Well, we'll see. Sold so, out this week. Want all two copies? No, <laughs> I actually been ordering a lot because of those Campbell covers. And next cover with Wolverine and Black Cat, that will sell a lot too. Got to bring Wolverine in and everything right Please, now, Dave. man. Captain America, We're the begging end. you to actually yeah. start a review. Number one. Done by Eric Larson and... Sanchez Almara. This okay. was just bad. I liked it. You would. What's wrong with it? It was a Captain America story. It's a zombie story. It's a zombie Captain America story, yes. That sounds lame. Yeah, it was. That's awful. what it was. Uh, sell, so sell so there's, a red, there's a Red Skull infection, basically. Everybody so turns red, into red, red Skulls, wing. and it goes... Red Skull are. creates a super... Seriously, I sum this up in about... 30 seconds. Red Skull form, finds a super serum, a super soldier serum, and it makes it airborne like a virus. <laughs> Thank you. It's bad. It's so bad. Good, feel good ending at the end is Steve Rogers' blood will save the world, <coughs> and that's the cure. So Steve Rogers is the tribbles of the Marvel Universe? Pretty much, yeah. It was bad. And they fuck over. Has there been any good the end stories in this? This actually wasn't that bad. He's he's fuck wrong. off, Paul. He's, it wasn't it that bad. It's terrible. It was, it it was, and they really fuck bad. over Joe Simon in the end. Yeah. Well, I I do have a problem with that. Yeah. That, what did that you like about sucks. it, Paul? What? I mean, what what made this so good, Paul? I didn't say Come on, so Paul. good. It what made this good? Come on, Paul. This is what you did it, to Dave last week. You like Why it? is it good? Very you liked it? Captain America like. So, but you hated Deadpool okay. for the same reason. True story. 
Deadpool no, the end I hated was, I hated Deadpool the end bullshit because it was just like, oh, if you don't like this ending, do another one. That is the like most one, Deadpool thing a, of all time, though. Yeah, but that, I don't know. I I I guess it's just because I don't like Deadpool that much. So that's fair. Out of your store, <laughs> hey, hey. you just got thrown out of your own store, man. <laughs> I, I I'm okay with. I, hey, if that's if that is your reasoning, I'm okay with that. So I uh, yeah. So that's it for Marvel. That's it for Marvel. Yeah. On to DC. Justice League number 40. God, this was so good in the fact that it was a this breath is the of last, fresh air. This is the last nope. Snyder. No. 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 no this, this is takes not place the... before oh. all we're, of that no, crazy Wait, shit. we went back to no, before that? Does it? Yep. Scott Snyder's confirmed. This takes place before the Justice League Doom War stuff. The Justice Doom War stuff. But yeah. Al- Alfred's dead. Yes. But Alfred's talking. And Superman has revealed his identity. Aside Welcome from that. Welcome to DC what? where timelines don't Aside give from fuck. those two glaring editorial issues. Love this. This was so fucking good. The art, the who, writing. Who's it, writing this? Um, Who did write this? I uh, don't know. Should uh, we ask Dave? Robert Venditti. And uh, uh, Monkey, Monk, Doug, Doug, Mo- Monkey, Monk, mm-hmm. get on the fucking podcast, Doug, and tell us how to say your last name. Yeah. Other than that, this felt like a Justice League. Oh story. my god, it was so fucking refreshing to like. This was like after going fucking ten rounds with fucking Ali, and then finally you get to just fucking job some guy. It's like thank fucking god, like Paul. <laughs> You got, this is everything you could possibly ask for in a Justice League book. You have a random fucking naked guy, not naked, but he might as well be. He falls from the fucking sky. The Justice League shows up for whatever, because they got nothing else going on. They show up and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? It, it's Sodom Yacht, the, the Daxamite Green Lantern. Which is a cool cameo. I mean, like, bringing up these fucking weird characters in these not as bendest way. characters that could have, you know. Um, and he's he, they calm him down because he's freaking the fuck out. And uh, apparently Barry Allen's fl- speed force is still out of whack, even though that takes place way after the fucking war. Yeah. He's like, hey, listen, the Eradicator has basically rebuilt a Krypton, uh, a Kryptonian army from Daxamite citizens. That have none of the weaknesses. None of the weaknesses, and they are they are wiping out planets, and they're coming to Earth. Um, there's a brief moment, and then these are some of the glaring issues. There's a brief moment where, where uh, Batman has to go contact Madame Xanadu. What, what pisses? And none of the Just League know who the fuck Madame Xanadu is. Well, not only that, what Wonder pisses Woman. me off about this is Batman turns, he's like, well, what else are you afraid of, Superman? He knows all Superman's weaknesses. Yeah. He knows better than Superman knows. He's like, Superman's like, I'm not afraid of many things, but I don't like magic. So they go, so Batman's like, I'll go meet with Madame Xanadu. He flies off in his bat plane. Has a conversation with Alfred. He's like, autopilot, return to the bat cave. And then he says, Alfred, remote, remote pilot the jet back to the cave. Which, someone online said that if you notice, the panels are different colors when he's talking to Alfred. So it might be kind of because he says autopilot, return to the Batcave. Then he immediately says, "Alfred, return the jet to the Batcave," and then it jumps back and it says autopilot engaged. So I don't know why the, that you could cut this fucking panel out and, and I'd be stuff. fine. Yeah. Um, so that was weird. He gets the shit kicked out of him by Madame Xanadu, kind of, where she she captures him. But then Superman has a conversation with with uh, John Stewart. He's like, and he talks really about up. Yeah, he's since like, Alfred. since Alfred died, and it's like, what the, f- two fucking, like, the last page had him, what? <laughs> and then he talks about how he revealed uh, his identity, and John's uh, like, you- well, I never wore a mask, but I mean, that must have been a big fucking deal for you, and it's like, well, wh- this took place after the fact. What the fuck is this timeline? What I don't like about this, and I, I have a sneaking suspicion this is where they're going in DC, is they're going to make Batman totally unchained by the death of Alfred. I don't want that. I don't want him hallucinating and shit like that because it's such an overdone fucking trope. I don't know. I mean, if if we don't get any more references to the Superman reveal, 
Flash's fucking Speed Force issues and Alfred being dead in this issue, great. Fantastic. I, I just assume that this is them kind of not having any memory of that because they went through the door. That's what I assumed. I didn't know this was supposed to take place before This takes place all before that. it. Yeah. This space takes takes place before it. Um Okay, that makes even less sense, but Which is yeah. But overall, like if this was, this was if you a, had no knowledge of that and you read this as If you sword, picked up Justice League, if you if you are one if you have been turned off by the, the craziness going on in Justice League, pick up this issue, ignore those two glaring issues. And um, you'll it's be, a really this good, is, it's this a really is good a book. fantastic yeah. fucking Justice League book. But the uh, the 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 uh, the Eradicator army does show up at the end. So on Earth. Okay, I guess the only non-black label book I have would be Batman number eighty-eight. Anybody else still keeping? I up? did read this. This got better. Did this it? Not I much. So. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm Cheshire's uh, ass. I'm kind of it. I'm, it got <laughs> better, but not much. That she was in, like literally the panel where he has her on her oh, shoulder, and, and we, we have, have the, the ass, gratuitous right ass shot. That, yeah. that was hilarious. The um, the, okay. the 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 echo, dumb, dumb as dumb as hell. It's as dumb as the fucking street scooter luge thing that he had before, where it's like, it's like you just oh, just put, put it, on, it on, just put it on any car and it turns it into a holographic fucking Batmobile, but it's still as shitty as any other car. It, it, it but if it's made with if it's made with Wayne Enterprises tech, we can remove the speed dampener. It's like why the fu- what the fuck? And but, then it crashed through the walls. Like oh no no, it doesn't have the armor. It, that part where Which, Batman says... If it says, didn't have the armor, wouldn't it be all... It did. It got fucked up, and Lucius is like, you fucked up my car. And, and Batman says, honestly, one of the most Batman things, that was a highlight for me, is where he's just like, Bill, Bill me. me. That was that was good. Uh, I, How many times are they going to make pe- the Penguin a fucking plot device to just fucking kill? <laughs> he's been shot in the fucking head. It's his thing. It's what he does. By Red Hood at the beginning of Rebirth. <laughs> He's had his fucking neck sliced now, which we don't know if he lived or died. It seems like his dying words are, you know, Bruce Wayne is going to be the target of this fucking DC Illuminati of, of villains. That Catwoman's a part of. That Catwoman's a part of. The and, one of the Jokers yeah. is dead. And... and the whole Joker's corpse was talking to her the whole time. Um, and then, well, the Harley didn't Quinn. Quinn. Harley Quinn yeah. shows up to save the uh, day. Uh, yeah. I didn't have a problem with that, except for the fact that what the fuck is this pose at the on on the Don't reveal know. page? Don't know. She's like, "Oh, I just rescued. Let me make a sexy graveyard pose." I fucking hate Harley Quinn. Um, <laughs> Her series actually isn't terrible. That's terrible. the that's the thing. They're doing like a WWE fucking storyline right now with her. And I saw Frank Cho's fucking variant car, a variant cover of it. And I'm like, "Fuck, man, I'm gonna have to start reading this again." If she shows up in any other fucking book, it's it's awful. Except for the black label stuff, I guess. Uh, this you're right, Dave. This was a little bit better, but at least it's going somewhere now. I suppose. I'm I'm cu- I, guess, I, I am curious I to see you know, who we'll see. who is the mastermind because they make it seem like it is the Joker, but the fact that the Penguin won't say who it is, it might be. Maybe it's fucking Manhunter. Maybe it's just fucking Bendis is in in universe. Maybe, now maybe they did, maybe they're doing the same thing they did the last time they killed Alfred. They're making him the big bad. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. That's what they did the last time. It is. All right. Any other regular DC? Um, no one did DC I didn't Crimes read of Crimes of Passion. Passion. Oh, I yeah. Meant DC to, Crimes like of Passion. I've read a couple. I read uh, the the Slam Bradley with um, that Anthony Spey uh, mm. drew, uh, which, again, his Batman's freaking pretty dynamite in there. Um, I, I did hear that Steve Orlando's story in this is phenomenal. I think I, that was a which um, more on him in media. Apparently, I, I didn't he uh, get there. Big news. Yeah, so it's a lot of like love stories. I read the one Batman one in the beginning, and I think another one. So I'll I'll check out Steve's uh, in there too. So so yeah, it's just one of those holiday anthology books that they they, they do with little stories. Yeah, this was like a Valentine's Day one yep, or whatever. Yeah. I like the cover, the regular cover where it was like one of those um what do they call them? Uh yellow look like pa- the old yellow page cover where they're like they're a they're a bait and switch sort of thing where it's like, "Oh, you think that 
something terrible oh, was going to happen. Oh, it's Nightwing and uh, Nightwing and, and Catwoman. Catwoman. Like, oh, like, oh do, an you're affair. a detective. Don't you know that we're having an affair or whatever? Yeah, those are always fun. Uh, On the black label. Black label. Okay. Daphne Byrne, number two. I'm still liking it. It wasn't it, this, horrible. This one picked up a lot. Yeah. Did it? Because I yeah. didn't. I felt the first issue was so fucking boring and it had no payoff. I didn't read the second one. Uh, well, we we see a little bit more with her hallucinations and kind of where they're coming from with the, you know, spirit well, stuff. They, so evidently she can. Well, no, they're. She her visions and stuff that she has because but apparently she can evidently she's a medium. matter yeah so um and then she you know we we kind of she starts up a relationship with a a, a ghost is that well, what we're gonna that's call the the brother from the first episode yeah issue but uh I mean that part that's... that part where she, you know the girls are picking on her and then she gives them a vision where you know it's pretty horrific but I I felt that came from from the the boy that she's having the you, you know, don't think that was her? i could care less about so. this like this was on my list but after the reviews and then i read number one i i really could care this is the one hill house book so far that it i had no intrigue to read number I, two. I would say it's definitely not we don't we didn't get the plunge yet right plunge is coming plunge right. is going to be amazing ow ow don't ask Yes, my beard just caught caught on the microphone. Oh, we didn't ask. So, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely the weaker of the series. Joker Harley, Criminal Sanity, number three. Yep. That happened. This it was phenomenal. This is great. I would love this as a movie. And if you're going to play... Um, if you're going to have anyone play this version of Harley, uh, Anna Camp would be fucking... Perfect. Looks exactly like her on the cover. What was she in? She played uh, Sarah Newland on True Blood. She's in all the Pitch Perfect movies. Okay. Like, that's yeah. her. That's that is her on the yeah. cover. Like as soon as I seen this, so we all look at confirmation that the kid that disappeared is the Joker. Mm-hmm. But they actually reveal how old he was. So I actually went back and reread number two because uh, this was the first book I read this week, and I'm like. I thought they were saying like the kid was like eight years old in the first one. And it does kind of make you assume he's a young kid. He was 17 when he disappeared. And he was a, obviously they're like, oh, he's one of the possible uh, perpetrators of this. They think that he could have possibly killed his dad, but then he never comes back. And you find out that you get the backstory on him. And this kid is hyper intelligent. Like he's a sociopath because He's not super popular in school, but it's not like he's an outcast in any ways. But he knows how to play on people's emotions. And you get that inner dialogue from him. And it's kind of also shows some flashbacks with Harley as well as she's trying to catch him. And he's more intrigued by the fact that, you know, here's this Harley Quinn who's really starting to get some of, you know, me. You know, she's understanding me. She's getting my kind of hints I'm leaving. She's really smart she might be my intellectual kind of equal and it's kind of leading up to that this is the best joker harley black label book right now in my opinion i think it surpasses harleen i think it's definitely ahead of the other ones but this this my favorite one the art is phenomenal uh we don't have the mike mayhew art in this one or the next one, I think. But it's still it's, it's still good. It's uh, Suyan, which is still phenomenal. Like, it's definitely not as hyper realistic as as previous issues. But well, it's, still... it's the color. The color parts are somebody else. But, so, but it is all so... the black and white is the Miko. It yeah. is so. I thought good. that's weird. I thought all the black label stuff was like a pretty static um, creative team. I, I think except for this one, because this is a nine part. Nine part, yeah. yeah so. Did you say okay. 12? I thought it was no, like this nine. Is nine. nine. This is uh, this is my DC pick of the week. I'm not going to argue that. And probably my overall runner-up. All right. Uh, is that it for DC and Black Label? It is? Yes. Yep. All right. On to Independence. I think I only have one. I also have one. 
have to. Go ahead, David. Uh, Kill Whitey Donovan, number three. Uh, this isn't really all that bad a story. Um, I thought I, you I, said the second one was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I, meant I mean, to, it's I meant really catch, picking up. I meant to catch up. I just really didn't get a lot of reading done yep. this week. Um, that, the, it, it's really, like, I don't know. I have a feeling it's going to take, like, a supernatural twist at some point. Like, but it's not confirmed. Like, they, they escape. Like, the, the guy that had the dogs is sent out to track him down. Well, he catches up to him during the battle that's going on from the last issue. Uh, they jump on a train to get away, and one of the uh, wounded soldiers that they had found was... Oh, uh, number two, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the ones they were having dinner yeah. with. Um, he's in the car. He blames them for the attack. And Hattie ends up ripping like... Like, I didn't see a weapon, so it almost looks like she ripped his throat out with his, her bare hands. Um, it, it's... But then they get to a shack and Hattie's recognized, but it's looks like hidden slaves and they're taking, uh, I think it's Anna is the main character. But we also get background on, like, we get like the first part of what was happening with her sister. And yeah, I was going to say, Donovan. did they really hash that out yet? Or? Um, I think they're going to reveal it little by little. Okay, that's cool. But apparently Anna was engaged to him. And they were at a party announcing their engagement with all the elite from, uh, not Atlanta, but whatever town they were in. And the sister's supposed to meet her on the patio. She meets the the, the hunter, the guy with the dogs. Uh, I guess he keeps the slaves in line. Well, yeah, he, he's part of the Donovan family, right? right. They're all... I don't know if he is or not, because they, they call him by his last name. I just can't remember it off the top of my head. It's like... Not Donovan. No, Watson or something like that. But, uh, so, like, the sister disappears, and Hattie actually tells her that her sister went off with Whitey Donovan somewhere, but they didn't go to an appropriate place. Hmm. So. Yeah, I'm definitely going to catch up on this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not bad. The first issue was kind of, uh, I don't know where they're going with this. Second one picked up. This is really picking up. I Yeah, this is a five-parter. So they will wrap this up. Well, this all got optioned right away for um, a movie deal or something. Yeah, but I don't know if it fell through because the heat that was on it has died off immensely. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number 12. This is the last Buffy. That's the last part of Hellmouth. Holy shit. This, uh, so again, it's still our Sunnydale crew, and they're kind of escaping the the town that's been taken over by something they're being mind controlled by something and it's kind of revealed um what uh what willow's been doing and we've seen that before where she's it's almost like she's practicing magic she's full-blown and they say basically her connection with only having a part of a soul has it has enlightened that connection and at the end, they're like, the only way she can really pull this off is to be intact again. And, Xavier, or, and Xander's like, well, I think I can do that. And I believe he sacrifices himself and gives his part of her soul up. Because his, so, la- his last words are, uh, I think it's goodbye, maybe? Goodbye, Willow? Um, yep, bye, Willow. And he goes lifeless. So we get the death of Xander? Possibly. And then they get off on the um, the beast that showed up earlier in the series uh, that protects Slayers. And they also kind of touch on how uh, there's multiple Slayers. Basically, Buffy, by going into the Hellmouth, has basically left this plane of existence. So she's not dead, but... Her essence isn't felt in this universe anymore, so that's why another Slayer was kind of activated. It was excellent. Uh, I mean, any other week, it would be a heavy contender for pick of the week. This whole Hellmouth has been good. It got me back on all three series, uh, this Angel and Hellmouth. Um, I'm looking forward to the conclusion uh, next week and kind of the fallout of it. The man who fucked up time, number one. Nope, it's effed up time. 
it, it, by is, it is literally listed as F, F. Time. time, even though uh, the cover says fucked. Well, well F pound half percentage ED. John Lehman uh, is the writer, and I think Carl Mostert is the artist. Mostert. Mustard? Um, no, Mostert. Okay. This is There's a, a football player by the same name that is, played in the Super Bowl. This is a series of tropes. There is nothing original about this, I felt. Um, so before the podcast, this is one I want to catch up on. I asked Josh, said, oh, do you read it? Yeah. What do you think of it? He went, hmm. I go, that's all I need to know. By his simple reaction, it I knew didn't, this was Yeah, it really, really felt like this was a bunch of different other people's ideas, and then the writer just kind of... Like, was it almost like together? a think tank? So it's about a guy who went to college for temporal physics or whatever about time travel. He had to drop out because it was too expensive, and the the guy he didn't like, who was from a rich family, could afford to finish his degree and got the job as this scientist. Well, he got a job at the same lab as a lab assistant, which kind of a, is a equates to a janitor or whatever, and he's just pissed that this guy has a better life than him. In fact, he's dating his ex-girlfriend. It's like seven tropes right there. So he's like, all right, well, maybe I'll think about using this time. They, they, they test the time machine, and like the old guy that works on the time machine, they go like two million years in the past. They get this flower. They're like, oh, cool. This flower didn't exist for two million years. It works great. And um, he ends up going to a bar afterwards because he has to clean up the whole lab after like like the guy he doesn't like tells him to clean it up. And he's like, oh, well, I'm a, I'm a PhD, and you're just a fucking, Yeah. <laughs> You're just a lab assistant. So he goes to the bar, and then his future self approaches him and is like, here's what you got to do. You got to use a time machine. He uses the time machine to both send flowers to his ex, which is fucking pathetic, bet on the lottery, and then uh, change his dissertation so he basically gets credit for his time machine. He then returns to the present, and there's a samurai on a dinosaur chasing him down because he doesn't have ID, and he's like, stop in the name of King Abraham Lincoln the Fourth. I saw there was a heavy Lincoln. God, it's fucking stupid as hell. Yeah. It's dumb. So, there's nothing original Last about book this. of the week, Gideon Falls, number 21. Holy, what the fuck, in reality. So, my math is slightly better than Dave's, so that tells me this is almost a unanimous pick of the week. Three out of four. My oh, this this was solid pick of the uh, th- week. This is yeah. clear, and this was the this oh. was the second book I read. This this was fucking or the no, third book I read. This was the last. This book was I read. fucking amazing. If they would have ended the series like this, because I almost thought like when we're getting towards there of like, oh shit, this is over. This is it. We're getting everything, and it they almost could have done it here like like that. And this this was fucking great. But if the rest of this is gonna be like this. Because what, what, end of book oh, four. Oh, my God. So we find out more with the, what, cockroach things? Giant cockroach things or whatever yeah, the fuck they are? Yeah, and apparently that's what they're all, uh, this Extension race of the... Yeah. Of kind of super bugs, in which the Smiling Man is... Dude, the art on this is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, uh, all of it. And then uh, it's Andrew like Sorrentino's smi- art on Smiling this. Man and going, I don't know if I you noticed him. on this... I don't know how far back it's done, but... Sorrentino actually it's gets first. first. Always yeah. gets first. The Dave Stewart, the the colors where everything blows up and it turns into a comic book. Yeah, yeah. Like there, there was nothing bad about this. This was like this. This is a perfect comic book. I mean, how to wrap up this? The first... This, this again. I, like I thought we were gonna, you and know, when we next, end this it, and then we have the double cross at the end. And the barn blows up, and I'm like, oh, fuck. And then everything fucking, it basically like you said, shatters, reality. shatters reality. And it's like, if we would have ended here like this and said, that's it, I'm good. You know, I would have been fine. But yeah, holy shit. And uh, holy we got to gotta wait till May well, to get there. We're going to have week. a hiatus now. Hiatus, yeah. yep. But oh, hands down, easy pick of the week. Oh, this, was, this was fantastic. This might be my favorite one from this series so far because it wraps so much up. And there was so much action, and this is a oh, perfect good. Josh book because it's that Lemire type book, but it answers a lot of questions, which I know he likes. So, 
Yep. So yeah. three out of four pick of the week. Nice. All righty. On to Meteor. Anything happen? Oh, quite a bit happened. We had a big he dead this week. Uh, Sam Raimi is in talks to take over Doctor Strange 2. I'm all about it. What? Who? Wait, what? Yeah. Huh? yeah. What? Hear that? Wait, what? No, what? Yeah. Wait, who? Uh, huh? Wednesday. Oh, my God. If he would do like a fucking time reality thing and throw toby mcguire that's in. the thing that's, that's, that would be that's how they're going to explain why that's how they're going to explain why uh spider-man can be both in the the venom movies and the the marvel universe yeah and not only that um michael waldron is overhauling the script now for dr strange 2 uh most notably he's he's part of the writers group for rick and morty and I think he's the showrunner on the new Loki series. Okay. And I guess uh, last week they dropped a bunch of trailers, right, for Disney Plus. All the yep, yeah, WandaVision. And... Oh yeah, with the Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Which there were a couple of really good ones. The Rick and Morty one was excellent. Uh, the Bill Murray Groundhog Day one was yeah. probably my favorite. Um. Tom King in an interview. Uh, basically said he was bluffing with the Alfred. Like, that's why they left it so open-ended. He's like, and they're like, well, did you get a lot of pushback from DC? He's like, no, I got the opposite of it. He's like, well, obviously there's an end game where we're going to bring him back. And DC basically told Tom King, why? So I guess DC kind of pushed him over the edge to keep Alfred dead. I also saw uh, people talk asking him questions about uh, Strange Adventures and that... Uh... They were asking if it was going to be uncensored in the in well, the, no, in the I sent that to the group of, yeah. uh, because of the well, yeah, I the asked black that label. because they announced this week that, that it's going to be a black, black label, label book, yeah, and I was wondering. He, he feels that when comic book characters swear, it's it feels yeah, more but correct when they in, they censor that, it, it with the kind of. In the first symbols. issue, Adam Strange wasn't the one swearing. It was other characters swears. around it. It would uh, yeah. be weird if they swore. Yeah. Uh, Cra- Craving the Hunter, a Spider-Man spinoff movie, has officially began casting. Friends is getting a reunion. Uh, no more details on it, but on the new HBO Max uh, streaming platform. So, uh, Uh, Disney CEO says Star Wars theatrical releases are on a hiatus, so uh, the plan of them releasing one Star Wars movie a year uh, probably won't take place. Uh, which I, I could I can see a break. I mean, hey, fuck. But the Mandalorian will be back in October of this year. Yeah, I I heard that. Um, uh, DC talked about their free comic book day books um i forget what the uh the main universe one is called but there's like another another one but but it basically confirms that uh the rumors or the leaks about wally west yeah yeah which is very disappointing the cover looks amazing however because it's drawn by francis manipool and the interiors are also by francis manipool so i'm gonna be real torn on this book Uh, Donny Cates teased his next independent project with Image. Uh, it's not called God Hates Masks, but that was kind of the reveal. It was a sign that said God Hates Masks. So mm-hmm. um, it is it is Image. And uh, PDFs are supposed to go out within the next couple months of the advanced copy. So if you don't get that one and you don't email someone, I will beat you. <laughs> I will beat you to an unrecognizable <laughs> levels. <laughs> I don't know if I can email them. I couldn't email the Strange Adventures. You write it though. Yeah, yeah. I I got I got a, a I got an advanced PDF. This fucking yeah. guy. Uh, Batman Arkham game uh, will be. Oh, a soft... it'll be my pick of the week that week. I don't think there's going to be anything <laughs> that'll beat it. Uh, the new Batman Arkham game will be a soft reboot of the franchise, so um, it will take place in that same universe, but will be a reboot. And I believe that is all I have for Meteor this 
week. Big He Dead? Kirk Douglas. I, I did not realize he was as old as he was. Are you well, yeah, he, Kirk yeah, Douglas. Yeah, he, gra- he graduated a year after Paul. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 103. Uh, you know, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. You know, yeah, he kept going on. Uh, late breaking, uh, Kevin Conway uh, passed away at 77. He Batman? Really? Kevin Conway. Kevin Conway. Who's the... Is it... Who's... Who's the Batman guy? I want to see you think. I don't. I don't. I thought. I thought his name was Conway. <laughs> I don't know who's the Batman guy. The the who, who voice. Is the, who is the Batman guy? I don't know. I thought he was the Batman guy too. Sorry. <laughs> Come on, you two, put your heads together. Figure I, it out. I I don't know. Who is Kevin Conway though? He uh he appeared both on on and off Broadway, but also uh was a part of the Slaughterhouse Five movies, um, as well as the um, Star Trek movie he played. And then um, his most notable role was he played Vince Papali's dad in Invincible. And clearly Batman, according to... Uh... And and Batman, the animated series, according to... What the hell's that? Come guy? on. I don't know. It's Conroy. Is it Conroy? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, so uh, Gene Reynolds, co-creator of MASH, also died uh, this week. And uh, guitarist Andy Gill, who was in the punk band Gang of Four, died. But I thought he was in something else, too, because I recognize his name a lot. Uh, Diego Farris from Volumes, the guitarist from Volumes, also passed away. And he was pretty young. I didn't see his And another, age. Uh, another pretty big uh, uh, notable death... Uh, one of uh, Dave's uh, favorite authors of the Alphabet Murders, uh, Mary Higgins Clark. <laughs> I've read some of her books. I've read some of her books too. They're pretty good. Yeah, they're they're you know they're fun. Yeah. Uh, Fred Silverman, also a big programmer for the the big three uh, networks. Uh, he's the one that brought all in the family and roots in. And, and did we do Jack away. Burns last week? Uh, Jack Burns, comedian, Muppets writer. I think we did. I, I think we did. Think we uh, did I, I don't remember if we yeah, did. Yeah, because I'm I'm out. Because then we had uh, one of the uh, Kingston Trio guys, and we did talk about Terry Jones from Monty Python, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I believe that's all I have. All righty. Uh, unless I come across another one here quick. Um, nope. I believe that is all I got. I think that's all we got. Uh, might be a big week next week on some books. I I know the. The bill's higher. There's a lot of things. So I think we got a lot of titles coming in next week. Um, All righty. So thanks for uh, listening to yet another riveting episode of Comic Book Rehab. I'm the maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. The Jimmy. Just Josh. Be good to each other.